Boy, Mike, I tell you what, I'm still sick, or I'm sick again. And much like Caleb, it's bugging me. (laughs) This is Watchers on the Couch. (laughs) Welcome back to Watchers on the Couch Westworld Edition. Today we are discussing episode three of season four, uh, Annie's Follies, as we say in America, or... Annie Fall, if you want to be correct. I'm Tim. I'm Mike. And Annie Fall, in case you didn't know, Annie Fall, in French, the crazy years. Oh. So crazy. <laughs> so crazy. We did so much in the 20s. Uh, it's basically <laughs> what the, it's the French uh, term for the 1920s in France, according to Wikipedia. It was coined to describe the rich. It was coined to describe the rich social, artistic, and cultural collaborations of the period. The same period is also referred to as the Roaring Twenties or the Jazz Age in the United States. (laughs) Jack. (laughs) All right, so we uh, get to see some characters we haven't seen in a while. It's the return of Bernard and Tub Stubbs. And we get some Maven Caleb and a little bit of. side action with Caleb's family. And we're going to get into all of that. Mike, overall, before we uh, get into any spoilers or anything, what did you think of the episode? I actually enjoyed it a lot. I had a good time watching it. This was a great episode. This might be, this is arguably one of the best episodes of the series, I think. Dude, uh, Stubbs and Bernard together, like, you just can't beat it. It's great. It's so fun to watch. Every time. Uh, I mean, there's, there's, this has been... I mean, we're only three episodes in. There's still five episodes left of the season, so it could take a quick dive in the shitter. But so far, this season is overall better than the second and third, I think. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think so. Definitely the third. You know, we got to finally see Bernard wake up, so. (laughs) That was was great. I don't know. I don't know. Just a story felt like it was moving along, so. Mm -hmm. Yeah, this was one where stuff was actually happening, and when it ends, it's like, what do you mean it's over? I want more, as opposed yeah, to, wait, I, I it's like over? That. Wasn't it just starting? Yeah. But uh, our good friend Chris Nays, and I forgot to mention this, uh, if you're new to our podcast, Chris Nays actually, in addition to the Chris Nays Minute in prior seasons, he did his own Watchers on the Couch for Castle Rock, seasons one and two on Hulu, and that show's been over and done and canceled for a long time and if you haven't checked it out check it out and you can uh, listen along with chris and our friend debbie as for the uh watches on the couch castle rock edition that's in the main feed or you can just search watches on the couch castle rock but chris i uh, had some thoughts for uh this episode and let's go ahead and hear from him hey it's me i'm back and i'm using the speak pipe widget thing to call into the show uh, this week's episode opened up with Bernard on a kind of uh, vision quest like thing in the sublime. It's true. And I just asked myself when um, Akichita, I don't know how to say his name. That can't be When right. the Native American actor showed up, why is it every time popular media, a character goes on a vision quest, they run into a Native American? Just a thought I had. 
but all uh, all joking aside, I do love uh, that actor, uh, Don McLaren, I think is his name. And he's on a great show called Reservation Dogs. Plays oh. a sort of a bumbling cop character. If If you guys and the listeners haven't watched that show, you absolutely need to. I, uh, that's it for the Chris Nays Minute. Goodbye. Thanks, Chris. Does uh, that, no. Does that guy I've, play Mr. Red? Oh, no? I get it. Nobody? Oh, hmm? Mike. Mike. Sometimes hmm. you make a joke. <laughs> hey, I don't know, man. Chris was one asking the questions. and uh, Just because I ask one too many questions. Sorry. <laughs> I will take Chris's word for the Vision Quest thing because Chris watches a lot more television than I do. I When I think... Native American Vision Quest, the first thing my head goes to is Wayne's World 2. So <laughs> I don't have a lot yeah. of things in my head to compare it to. I don't know. I kind of agree with Chris. I kind of have that in my head a little bit. And it is, uh, I don't know, maybe they just had a culture of, uh, I mean, what other culture does that, you know? Vision Quest? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure other ones no, I'm do, sure there are they're that I'm unaware of because I'm a dum-dum, but uh <laughs> You know, I live in America and Native Americans. That was who knows. Maybe that wasn't even the thing for most Native Americans. And that's a stupid trope that we should like get rid of and stop doing. Yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah, we're going to talk about Bernard and Stubbs. We've got uh, the show opening with Bernard following a white horse, which uh, I don't know, could be a following the white rabbit a la Alice in Wonderland or an allegory. Uh, pale horse being death as he walks through the past. And then, yeah, he, uh, I don't know how to pronounce that guy's name. Akacheta. Akichita. Akichita. I I haven't heard his name pronounced in season two. So. (laughs) Aki. Aki. He is a great actor. I have not seen Reservation Dogs, but I do see advertisements uh, on, was it Netflix? I don't think so. Maybe. I don't know. I don't I've know. heard good things about it and I haven't one, watched it. One of the streaming services. I think it's Hulu. Uh, it might be. I don't know. One of the streaming services really wants me to watch it, though. Uh, so now that I have the Chris Nay seal of approval, I'm going to check that out eventually. Um, But yeah, Bernard's walking around. Then the horse leads him into this nice, modern, clean building where we find a Kichida kind of in a Matrix 2 uh as the architect sitting in a chair, telling him all mm-hmm. the uh, possibilities and things like that, um, who informs him that he is in fact in the sublime and that there are mm-hmm. different, everybody's sublime is different. That's why nobody's there except Akichida. Cause sometimes you got sublime with Rome. Sometimes you have the other sublime, <laughs> original <laughs> sublime. <laughs> when it, when it comes to sublime, it's what you got. And, uh, Mm-hmm. Sometimes you make a joke. <laughs> I need to add crickets to that. Um. Uh, I'm really glad we do this, Tim. <laughs> this is so cathartic. <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah. Akichida informs Bernard that he can basically, like, all possibilities, all variants in that could possibly happen happen and it's like the entire multiverse is there in the sublime and it's yours for the perusing so bernard does so he uh 
takes however much time to visit countless potential How outcomes. However much time. However much time. <laughs> Until Bernard finds. I'm sorry, Tim. I, I'm sorry, Tim. Uh, you know. I didn't mean to interrupt. <laughs> so Bernard's perusing all the possible outcomes with his eye of Agamotto and uh, finds the ideal one in a billion scenario that uh, he thinks there's a chance for. But unfortunately, regardless of whatever path he takes, all paths lead to his death. This is a little bit confusing on, uh, like, I understand this thing of, like, these paths and stuff, but how do they know uh, the path of, like, every human, and how could they even simulate that? This is where I go back to that thing with Ben Barnes's character uh, at the end of season two, where he's, like, showing them the book, and, like, basically all humans only have, like, 13 variables, so... When you think that when you put it in that terms, like there's not really an infinite number of scenarios. People are always kind of predestined to do a handful of things. Although well, yeah, I understand too, as far as like, I know he's not doing every single thing according to plan. Like there's multiple ways he can get to the end of that path, mm-hmm. you know, and he just kind of has to keep it on track, you know, as it keeps veering, you know, to the left and right, but he's, you know, is finding the way that still leads to his end goal. Right. But it still is kind of weird, like how he knows where, which humans are out there. I mean, he's been in there a long time, according to HBO max. And yeah, let's, let's, let's save that. Let's, uh, <laughs> let's not jump on that too late. But, uh, uh, but so the only thing I can think of is that, uh, I guess they have more data on humans than uh, I would expect. Yeah. Which well, that's is not out of the case. I mean, how many people are on uh, social media or, you know, most people are, I guess. So well, then, again, and then even if something strayed you from that path, you would be able to kind of veer it back towards your goal. Well, that's, that's my other question. Cause presumably the sublime is still out in space somewhere. Right. I don't know. And I was just, thinking it was the, in the Hoover Dam there, but I don't know. I thought they shot it to a satellite. And maybe that got downloaded back to somewhere, but I have no idea. Yeah, I need to because if it's just shot into space, how is that? I guess that data is just keep keeps traveling through, but it doesn't have any energy or an interaction to work with anything. So, you know what I mean? Yeah, there's that. Um, I'm sure they addressed that at some point in season two. Um, And then whatever that data was that was getting downloaded uh, in season three, I just don't remember. But even then, the Sublime, it has all the host data. But whatever person data it would have would be limited to people that were actually at the park still then, right? I believe so. Yeah. The forge okay. data, you know, that the library yeah. books of people. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that does like how, yeah. How can you, how can you predict every possible scenario in that case? If you only have a limited data set, but Hey, it's Bernard. I'll it's go Bernard. with it. That's right. Yeah. So. yeah, that's right. Just go with it guys. It's oh, cool. Thanks, I know. Bernard. I know everything. I'm a Rehoboam now. So <laughs> I'm Rojo Bernard. So, yeah, Dusty Bernard, thanks for joining us. Um, you wake up in the motel with Stubb still there. And uh, 
Stubbs, not dusty. Everything else, very dusty. Mm. Um, Stubbs informs him that he's been there for years, but they're very vague on how many years it is. We're left to our own devices. Presumably, from the perspective of the viewer, we're thinking at least seven or around seven. That puts us at quote unquote modern day. Now, I did go back and watch the season finale of season three. Oh, that was smart. I should have done that. Pull up and looked at the motel Mm -hmm. and then looked at the motel as they walked out. There's a freaking giant tree that kind of blew through the roof there, you know, or I guess blew through the roof of the porch when they were walking out of the motel in this season. Hmm. You know, in this episode. Okay. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah, that's that means it's been a while, as Stained would right. say. Mm. Um, so yeah, the two exit into a. On that note, they enter into like a very dusty, sandy. I mean, I remember them being out in the desert before because you know it's a very there's a lot of desert in Westworld, but it seems kind of like post-apocalyptic, Mad Max, Mad Max esque as we uh, get a little further into the episode. But uh, Stubbs and Bernard, they go to a diner where Bernard is displaying some his new uh, prescient superpowers where he's predicting things, saying things it's like uh, <laughs> Stubbs wants a sandwich. Bernard tells him he's going to settle for this other sandwich. And then he goes, which, by the way, Stubbs eating a sandwich is like I'm talk we were talking about Dr I well at least I was talking about like Dr Strange and Bernard basically being the same person in this case which makes uh what's I can't remember his actual name uh Stubbs is I know he's a Hemsworth it's not Chris Chris Hemsworth Chris Hemsworth is Luke? Thor Luke, no Luke is Luke. Liam. is it Luke No Liam's the Liam's the Hunger Games guy so it is Luke Luke Hemsworth is Fat Thor in uh, Endgame <laughs> As oh. he's getting his pastrami sandwich. Poor guy. But, but you'll. S- uh, I guess he's just. Uh, Damaged goods. Oh. Mm. I'm kidding. I like Luke Hemsworth a lot. I think he's very funny in this show. Um, but I need I somebody to. Com- I need somebody to compare him to in the Marvel universe. So he's Fat Thor. Yeah. And now we know Bernard, who he is, right, Tim? He's Doctor Strange. Yeah. Yeah. Do you say that? And I just it went over my head. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It? That's exactly what happened. No. I mean, <laughs> I'm sorry. I mean, I was confused. Well, that's okay. I mean, you could, next time it comes around, you could try to grab it, but. Don't reach for it. You never pull it out in time. <laughs> that leads us into Bernard after uh, Stubbs orders his tuna melt sandwich because he can't get the pastrami one. Bernard just up and excuses himself uh, and goes outside and has a Neo at the end of the first Matrix fight with some dudes in a parking lot where he's not even looking at them, <laughs> which is very fun. That's a, that's a lot of fun to see. Like, we already know Bernard's kind of a badass from, uh, well, I guess from season two onward, but in season two, you don't actually see him do a whole lot. Because all of his murder is under the guise of uh, memories of Ford. Yeah. But then when he's in hiding in season three, he beats up a lot of people. 
Oh, this yeah, time he's he, badass. And now he's leveled up to the point where he doesn't even have to look at people that he's beating the shit out of. <laughs> so Bernard and Stubbs after the after this Neo fight, Bernard and Stubbs get picked up by somebody um that Bernard is expecting. And she's expecting those other two dudes. So uh-oh. What kind mm-hmm. of weird shenanigans is happening? Um but it turns out she was supposed to meet up with the two guys that Bernard stuffed in a trunk, and Bernard realizes he's or reveals that he's got the head of one of them in a bag. So Stubbs is there eating She's- a sandwich while, while Bernard is cutting off heads, which is my favorite Westworld moment of all time. He's like, "How'd you get this?" He's like, "Fucked his brains out." Yeah, That's what Wait. You couldn't use a little head, uh, but we reveal <laughs> that he's a host. He's got a big gaping hole in the back of his head where we see a brain ball. And basically, Bernard wants to meet up with C's organization. They go to even more desert where Bernard reveals after they uh, go through some security checkpoints and meet up with the rest of the team. I don't remember who the lead guys some weird security checkpoints, by the way. What are these fucking lasers in the middle of the desert? Like, are they, were those lasers supposed to be like cut you in half lasers? Are those supposed to be like, if you pass them, like a bomb will go off? I assume it's some kind of like trigger deadly there. lasers. So, all right. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. Or what, if, what if, like, what if some animal comes across there? It's just like, you know. <laughs> Walking along, just trying to get some food. <laughs> Boom. And then um, your bomb's wasted too. So Yeah, your bomb is wasted and also like so number one, what's powering it? Yeah. Cause your lasers uh, need power. free energy. Oh. Well at least those, we have uh, that in the those uh power uh those those wind turbines, those old fucked up ones that they passed when they went to the diner. Were were those moving? Mm-hmm. I don't think so. Okay. No, there was a couple. I think they were still moving. Most okay. of them weren't. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and also they have like this hydro these hydraulic mirrors to turn off the uh, lasers, and mm-hmm. no, that's going to use some energy too. I don't know. Turn your brain balls off. It's Westworld. Yep. <laughs> this is not what you're supposed to use your brain processing power for. <laughs> exactly. But, Back to the you were saying that uh, lead guy, right? That mm-hmm. came out. And yeah. Look at the brain ball. I think he doesn't. And uh, I haven't seen this show. Uh, he's in uh, Into the Badlands uh, on AMC. Oh, okay. Supposedly it's in that, and he's really good on it. So, yeah, there's so much. Check that out. There's so much TV on there. Like, how can a watcher on the couch keep up? Yeah, hey, I don't watch TV. <laughs> I watch HBO. HBO. That's right. Give me money, HBO. Ching, ching, ching. <laughs> so, yeah. In the desert, Bernard reveals that they're all looking for a weapon. Weapon is a very vague term. Could be anything. Could be a big blow up. What could be deadly lasers? Could be a bomb. Could be a person. Could be a tower. I don't know. But Bernard knows. And Bernard knows where it is. Because he's seen the future. To be honest, I don't have really any clue what it could be. I, I have. I have my own theory. And we can we'll, talk about it a little later if you want to keep going through it. And we yeah, can, I want to do I want to do know, theories just and because, speculation. Uh, uh, at, like at the end. So, all right, that's it for uh, 
the Bernard and Stubb stuff, I think. So yeah, the timeline is still technically unknown from the viewer standpoint. HBO kind of fucking spilled the beans and removed it. We will talk about that at the very end of the episode because that is a spoiler. Some people might not want to stick around for. Um, but uh, one of the things that I Let's did want like- to know, they said it was 10,000 years in the past. <laughs> <laughs> It's dinosaur world. It's Jurassic Park world, yep. <laughs> which I will get into. I figured out time well. travel. <laughs> One of the things that I I both like and hate, like if this was a since it's an eight episode season, I like it. If it was a ten episode season, yep. so they could have totally done a whole Bernard, uh, a cat a cat cheetah. <laughs> I feel so bad. I should have totally learned how to pronounce this guy's name. Uh, Kichita. A Kichita. I, I might be even wrong about that. So. Okay. So sure right, they could have done a whole filler episode just of that and Bernard visiting other timelines and revisiting mm-hmm. the past, getting stuck in loops and things like that. And since it was an eight episode season, I'm glad they didn't do that. But I totally would have dug that episode if this was a 10 episode season. Yeah, I, I thought the exact same thing. Like I was, you know, kind of sucks that they didn't. But I'm 100% happy that they didn't. Yeah. You know, because of how little time we have. Five episodes is nothing, mm-hmm. you know, to figure out what the hell's going on, man. <laughs> and we're still not going to know. Yeah. So I'll put a little break in here and I'll drop in that uh, plug for speak pipe so people can leave a message. What is speak pipe? Speakpipe is just like this website. If you go to the Watchers on the Couch website, there's like a send voicemail button at the bottom of it. And it's just a service they provide that you can use your browser to like literally just like record a message and it sends it to us. Oh, cool. Yeah. Convenient. That's the plug now. That's the new plug. Yeah. So Chris used it to send in his Chris Days Minute. You can send it for your own thoughts, theories, uh, corrections department, that kind of thing. Um, yeah, any theories you have, uh, you want to debunk our theories, that's cool. Feel free to contribute to the show. Uh, there's a link in the show notes for SpeakPipe. You can also visit watchersonthecouch.com and hit that little widget at the uh, bottom of the page. All right, so in this next bit, we are probably going to get into the, uh, the Caleb's family story arc that we get in this episode. When we see Caleb's family for the first time in this episode. Frankie is trying to get a hold of Caleb on a uh, radio because mm-hmm. that's what, Oh, what's this? What's this nodding? Oh, well, I don't know. I mean, you know, seems like, uh, just getting a lot of training done mm-hmm. with guns and, you know, radios and training for the apocalypse and stuff. Oh, so, interesting. You know, Interesting. Uh, And she doesn't want to go to the safe house with her mom and Carter, uh, Caleb's friend. So Owade wants to talk to her daughter for a little bit, try to talk her into things, um, like explain how Caleb wants to be there, but he can't. Um, He needs to stay safe and he needs for them to stay safe. Stanima. Needs <laughs> needs them to say stay stay safe. Why is that so hard for me to say? <laughs> so Carter offers to train. Was it Bear Bear, the name of the teddy yes. bear? Real original name Bear Bear. Um, is he going to train her to do a 
Chick punch combo. Oh, chick punch combo. Chick punch combo. <laughs> chick punch combo. <laughs> punch multiple chicks at the same time. <laughs> nice. Um, and then that's going to be the season five. That's who the weapon is. The weapon is Bear Bear. Oh, and Bear oh Bear. God. Bear Bear is going to try to kill Bernard. <laughs> that's how they Bernard dies. Bear Bear goes back in time that's to right. season two and is the bear in the fucking main room. <laughs> oh, my God. And then Bernard's all like, don't reach for it. You never fully have time. <laughs> <laughs> But he does. Bear Bear does and fucks Bernard up. Yeah. And that's the end of Bernard. Um, yeah, Carter Bear offers. Bear pulls it out and is like, come on. One last touch. <laughs> Carter offers to train Bear Bear with a chick punch combo. Um, <laughs> but then in the next scene, after Frankie's all like, okay, I'll go with you. She uh, meets up with Carter by the car that they're packing up. And Carter has no idea what she's talking about with training mm-hmm. this bear. And uh, she's like, okay, I'll uh, I'll show you the move that I showed this bear when we get to the safe house and hands her back this grubby-ass looking bear that wasn't that grubby before. Yeah, and Uh-oh. goes and talks to her mom and because uh, she sees some blood on the bear, she's like, mom, Bear Bear is on her period. <laughs> bear Bear is free bleeding. And they're just having girl talk about Bear Bear's period. That's right. So... Mm-hmm. While Frankie's sitting at the house, she's looking at her uh, grubby, bloody bear, and apparently somebody's not good at cleaning around there, because there's a small trail of blood that leads towards the backyard. And, leads uh, to a sack of potatoes. Leads to a sack of potatoes. Because that's what I fucking saw. <laughs> <laughs> when I was watching it, like, it just cut too fast, and like, I don't know, maybe I looked away for a second or something, but like... It was, yeah, the head's in the upper It was left. hard to kind of see... Yeah, yeah, the head was in the upper left corner. Otherwise, yeah, it looks like a sack I was like, of potatoes. What, what's this fucking sack of potatoes? Like, I don't know what the ghost is going on. <laughs> She's like, I knew the guy was replaced, but I didn't know what the fuck she was looking at. Yeah, like, no, he's. I knew yeah, immediately, he's, like that guy was, you know, replaced. Yeah, you could see his face through the whatever the muslin is, but that would be hilarious yeah. if, it, if it was a sack of potatoes. <laughs> Frank is like, "Mommy, mommy, daddy taught me that only hosts eat potatoes." <laughs> it's like, <laughs> "Fuck, you're right. <laughs> Get the gun." Punch him with the potatoes. <laughs> oh, oh, Ade, I like it when you punch me oh, in the potatoes. Bear, bear. <laughs> I like it when you do I your you do like chick punch combo in my potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> so Frankie tells her mom. Her mom like tells her to hide, and her mom goes and gets the gun out of the safe. Um, which I like that the mom trusted the daughter, and there wasn't like. No, no, you're just, you're overreacting. This is, mm-hmm. you know, your dad's paranoid training kicking in and things like that. So there's like, it's better than what I feared they were going to do with uh, Uwade's character in this season from what we saw in the first episode. So that was nice. But meanwhile, yeah. everybody's hiding and uh, host Carter's like looking for him because, you know, they got, they got reservations. They got to be at that safe house uh, and he can't find them. So he pretty much realizes the jig is up at that point, and he goes all Terminator T one thousand, just like <laughs> very, uh, what's the word? Uh, walking with determination through the house, like he's a big intimidating badass that uh, is flipping over beds and stuff, 
And every time, like, you think he's about to get her, it's like, oh, no, she's hiding under the bed. He flips the bed. Oh, she's not there. <laughs> and, uh, but eventually he does find her. She's hiding in a closet. And he swings dun, open dun, the dun. closet. And there she is. And, uh-oh. Fade to black. Fade to black. And we're not talking Metallica here. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> well, we could, because a very excellent cover of Enter Sandman in the next is up next. So yeah, we'll jump into the Maeve and Caleb part. Um, so when last we left Maeve and Caleb, they were in the roaring twenties park, which I guess is called temperance world. I don't remember if they ever said that it's called temperance anywhere is there a sign that said temperance that i just didn't see i don't remember because i know that it's temperance as well maybe that's the name of the town maybe there was a sign i think when they first got off the train uh one of the buildings had temperance on it okay well that would make sense because the only reason i know like welcome to temperance yeah the only reason i know it's temperance is because of the closed captioning okay for uh or subtitles for when certain characters talk so we have Temperance World, a park modeled, modeled after 1920s American America. It's very Art Deco. It's very nice. I like it. Um, but the problem is, it's all recycled quests and adventure hooks from uh, Westworld. Mm-hmm. And we know, Mike. We know what that is. What's that? That is lazy storytelling. <laughs> that old, is old William William and Delos. Writers, they ain't. They don't have Lee Sizemore to uh, punch up scripts and shit. This is something uh, I thought they were maybe doing with uh, Christina. Uh, We talked about it on the preseason episode that we did uh, just for a second. But, you know, rehashing those stories, Mm -hmm. I thought maybe Christina was one of these types of people where it was kind of Dolores, but it was like the basic, basic Dolores, but just was just... Uh, tweaked, you know, for modern society. Yeah. Which I don't really believe anymore, but I yeah, I don't either now. Still, but, and yeah. we'll get into that. But uh, yeah, so we get a fake Dolores. We, with a dropped can that uh, Caleb almost picks yeah. up a la young William until Maeve said, don't pick up that fucking can. dummy." Yeah. She's like, don't pick that up. It's damaged goods. <laughs> she's like, it's expired. Don't pick that up. It's from the 1920s. <laughs> it's peaches. <laughs> Oh, hey, it's sick. You picked that up. <laughs> you're going to fall in love with Dolores and then you're going to become a fucking crazy ass serial <laughs> killer. <laughs> what happened if he ignored her and then he like, falls in love with the, that Dolores? He becomes he t- the new man in black. He t- yeah, yeah. And then he has to watch Uwade's dad jerk off for 30 years. You know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh. oh, man, oh, man. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we get a, so we have the fake Dolores. We get the fake Hector and Armistice. Armistice. Armit. Help me. Hmm? What's Armistice? Yeah, sure. Sure. I don't know why I'm having such a problem talking. <laughs> You'd think I don't do this. Mm. Um, 
yeah, they're they're running through the the exact same plots as Westworld. So Hector and Armistice show up to knock over what is called the Butterfly Club. Now I, th- I think it's Butterfly Club or Butterfly Bar or something like uh, that. Yeah, yeah, I believe the Butterfly Club, which the Mariposa was what it used to be called. Mm-hmm. That was, I think, doesn't that mean butterfly in like another language, like in French or Spanish or it's, something? Uh, you would think it'd be or, French because they called this uh, episode. Uh, Annie Fall, which mm-hmm. is French, but I think from the inside Westworld thing, uh, what's the actor's name? What's Caleb's actor's name? Aaron Paul. Aaron Paul said Spanish for uh, butterfly. Okay. So, man, I mean, I guess it's a lat, it's still a Latin based language, so that's fine. Another, another year of me doing Duolingo, and maybe you know, I'll uh, I would have known it was Spanish. That's going to be hilarious. Like the next, uh, like you're going to, everybody's going to tune into a watch it on the couch episode where you're speaking fluent Spanish and I'm speaking fluent German. (laughs) It's like, nobody knows what the fuck is going on. (laughs) So Hector and his gang is uh, trying to knock over the butterfly club. um, And Maeve decides she, uh, she's just going to go ahead and shoot temperance Hector and temperance Maeve. And then they proceed her and Caleb proceed to kill the rest of Hector's gang. Also, they pile up some bodies. So, you know, the uh, the maintenance crew has to go pick them up because they're going to hide uh, with a pile of corpses, Mike. That's how they're going to yeah. get in. Mm-hmm. Um, sure is. I don't know what I think about that. I think that's problematic. <laughs> I feel like there's something about lifting up an actual person like Caleb compared to a robot or at least it should that's like um this person is warm and breathing like uh, he's just you pre- know the warmth the warmth would do it but maybe they have gloves on and so the you know they wouldn't feel the warmth oh yeah because you don't want to get sick from all the diseases that rotting no you just don't want to get dirty no oh. they just don't want to get dirty you know it's messy man it's a messy job it's a messy job. Someone's got to do it. So they do. They get, they get thrown down Look, a chute. Yeah, come on. This whole thing is problematic. This whole thing with Maeve and Caleb is fucking nuts. All right. Like, <laughs> it's completely silly if you don't turn your brain off. Like all these hoops that they're going through just to get caught is fucking nuts. Meanwhile, so they're already explain some of this shit. Because it could have been way simpler to like capture Maeve and Caleb. All all the hoops that they're jumping through to get caught when they're already caught, like they're already in the park. Yeah, exactly. They're already in there. Like, and <laughs> I don't know. Maybe <laughs> maybe hey, hey Loris just you know wants them to <laughs> I don't know think they're free or I don't fucking know. Because, but whatever. But know. it was fun to watch. So they get down to the. I, I did enjoy all of it. So. Yeah. yeah, 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 for sure. So they do get down to the administration level, which, surprise, Maeve quickly finds out it's not an administration level at all because nothing's being controlled there. And mm. then, all of a sudden, we have Temperance Wyatt, Dolores, <coughs> and Temperance Teddy, and everybody uh, shooting uh, all the workers down there because the workers down there are hosts too. Surprise, surprise, motherfucker. The Westworld massacre is another level of the game inside, inside this park. So that's, 
That's fun. A nice little Easter egg for rich white folks to discover. I, I thought I, I thought that uh, scene worked out pretty well. I liked it. So yeah, no, it was a good little surprise. It's, but it's it fun. is, yeah, we really fucked up. Like these people are people are bad. Like humanity doesn't deserve to get saved. Like these people are awful. I mean, then again, it, how is, is it? Is it that much worse than any of the other parks? I mean, what is it? Just time? Like, oh, too soon, bro. <laughs> <laughs> seven it's years. Been seven years, dude. Oh, well, I mean, that's, are you going to visit Hol- Holocaust Park seven years afterwards? I don't know. That's what I'm saying. How much time do, does it matter? And in this future, does it matter? Do people care even less and less about people? They probably. How do, do. they that's- feel after the robot wars? Are they just like, fuck it, I do what I want? That's probably you know? that's that's actually a really good point. The robot wars. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't even know how the so, robot wars happened. Like, did the, were, were there actual robot wars? I think so. We know, that, think we know there was a rebellion. With but... Maven Caleb, they talk about it, I think. Just slightly, like, just in passing, really. They didn't say too much about it, but somebody did. Hmm. So, you know, Caleb seems to be pretty good at shooting people. That's cool. Um, he kills Temperance, Wyatt. And uh, they managed to find. I don't know what else he does though, because he's basically just walking around being a dum dum. Other than that, and it's mm-hmm. it's very tiresome. <laughs> um, and he always has that confused look and surprise. Like, what? <laughs> and look, in Breaking Bad, it worked perfect. All right, for that character, but he's uh, just the same character. All these, he's got he pretty um, much is military training. Just a little yeah. grown up, yeah. No offense, but what the fuck does that mean? So yeah, I used to cook meth, but then it didn't get me anywhere, so I went into the military <laughs> and uh then I met a robot lady. <laughs> I liked her a lot. And, yeah, I blew up uh, this future predicting machine and then I met another robot lady <laughs> and I almost died and she put a robot heart in me uh to keep me going. Uh, I'm half we know robot, if- but uh, nobody knows. Oh, I don't know. I, I think that <laughs> is a possibility. I, Just seeing I agree. that small flashback, like yeah. he might have some, you know, type of robot mech in him, but I still agree. human. Just yeah, stuff to keep him uh, physically, I guess, going. You know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but nothing mm-hmm. to change him mm-hmm. mentally. Yep. Yeah, I I had some similar thoughts, and we'll get into that in the speculation yeah. section of the episode. Um, so they find an elevator leading down to the administration level, um, but not before some fucking Karen shoots Maeve with one of the park guns and uh, <laughs> wounds her. So Caleb has to take some. I don't know how those things work. It's it's like some kind of magic that just stitches robots together, apparently. Yeah. But I think it works the same for humans too. I mean, it definitely has to, considering, you know, a freaking 70-year-old man got his throat cut in the post-credits last season, <laughs> and now he's alive, so... Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> so they do get to the administra- the real administration level, which leads us to seeing those faceless drones again that we saw in Season 2. I don't think we saw any in Season 3. Um, I don't remember. If we did, it wasn't... I don't think it was super important. Yeah. Good um, story. Yeah. And they're, remember, yeah. and they're working on these uh, these flies that we've been seeing that seem to be attracted to Caleb. Um, maybe just because Caleb's human, or maybe because they're programmed to go after Caleb. We don't know. But apparently the flies are real flies. Um, they're yeah, not robot that's what flies. I was going to say. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, they're uh, they looks just... like they're probably infected with the goo, which I'm assuming is like so they have these real flies and then they infect them with I guess these nanobots and then they go infect people. Mm-hmm. I'm just that's just my assumption. So it, yeah, it's whatever. Happening? Yeah, so they got these parasites that feed on the goo. The flies feed on the parasites. The flies then get infected and then infect humans. Uh, seems to be how how that works. Uh, Caleb asks Maeve if the black goo looks familiar, and the concept of black goo strikes something in my memory in Westworld from last season. But since I didn't rewatch it before the season, I have completely forgot. No, uh, this anything. season, Tim, uh, when the senator's wife, uh, she's when she gets shot, you know, when she she's in the stables and she's kind of going crazy. Maeve, after she dies, mentions like, oh, she's human, but not like any human I've ever right. seen. Right, they right. have this little scene where like it, her blood coming out of her head looks like black, like real black. Okay. So, so there's no, uh, there's no black. We're talking goo. about how it looks familiar. There's no black goo in previous seasons at all. Not that I'm aware of. Uh, I didn't. It's possible. It almost sounds familiar, like a season two thing. Like, right. I don't. I didn't remember if that was or something. Yeah, I didn't remember if that was something they did to Clementine or, or Clementine was doing to people, or I don't remember how. No, she was just walking by and they were just dropping dead. Yeah, yeah, she was just magic lady. Okay, I, I guess maybe my like remembrance of Black Goo is ju- is limited to mm-hmm. I'm I'm remembering X Files in addition to <laughs> right, yeah, right. So, and apparently there's a sonic component to how the control system works, which we hadn't heard before. Apparently, only Maeve can hear it. Yeah, she hears that sound, and that sound isn't controlling her. Doesn't control hosts. It only controls. At least that's what it appears. It only controls infected people. Maybe the flies too. Tells them kind of what to do, because mm-hmm. then they then because then they look at the screens and they see, uh, you know, people freaking offing themselves, right? You know, so yeah, we watch noises kind of start. Yeah, we watch a bunch of humans play with blocks. Then they decide they hate playing with blocks, mm-hmm. and then they decide they'd rather shoot themselves with than play. <laughs> I can't with get the fucking blocks. square one in the circle thing. <laughs> Fuck this. I want to go in the circle fucking hole. I'll so, show you a circuit hole right in my head. <laughs> so Caleb's trying to get made. One of the it. guys that offed himself was the, I forgot. I don't know if he was a Senator or if he was, I don't remember who he was, but he got infected by uh Hale Loris. He was in the car. Yeah, He was in the car. Was the yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah was okay. the, uh, uh, shit. He was important. He's like, he's a YouTube influencer. (laughs) What up? It's your boy. A guy with hole in his head. Um, (laughs) Hey, like, and subscribe. (laughs) You know, Uh, this, uh, this episode is sponsored by Delos, Uh, Delos, (laughs) the greatest corporation and all all your destinations available. Still try the new park. (laughs) I'm going to smash that subscribe button. (laughs) The, (laughs) jeez. Wasn't Homeland Security? Ring that bell. But he was, I don't know, he was something. It doesn't matter. Yeah, He's something dead like now. that. Yep. So, <laughs> um. So yeah, Maeve's digital Jesus powers aren't working with all this new tech. She can't override the door while Caleb's yelling at her, and then all of a sudden, oh, hey, well, maybe fucking Maeve should try putting her powers on the, the, you know, 
on the actual controller of the door, not the middle of the door. The middle of the door doesn't control the fucking door. All right. <laughs> There's a fucking controller that controls the door. Oh. This is one thing that's <laughs> fucking so annoying. Like it was, it was unlocked the whole time. Just turn the knob. <laughs> Like there's a controller on the wall, you know, like this digital controller. Shouldn't she focus her energy towards that and not the fucking middle of the door? Like, uh, unless she, because she's not for using force powers, you know, she's right. using her powers to control electronics. So, which I still don't understand how she has those powers, but they just they just, just turned them on on the pad. In wave is whatever. Right. It works when it works and it doesn't when it doesn't. Like yeah. whatever we choose. And we made her too powerful last season, so we gotta dumb her down some. I think that, yeah, I think that's part of it. Upgrades. I can't do it anymore. <laughs> Oops. Then uh, uh it's fucking software updates. <laughs> and I then, forgot to read the license agreement. Well, here's the thing. In the real world, the man in black would have just like fell down because he would have had his forced upgrades at an inopportune moment and yeah. <laughs> just turn off like while you're in the middle of something. Oh shit, I scheduled install right at this time. <laughs> he's getting ready to he's getting ready to take a swing at another uh at another politician with his golf club and all of a sudden Oh, we have to reboot. You get it's time to update. Force install. Fuck. Oh, you've been putting it off too long. Yep. <laughs> So then all of a sudden, uh-oh, on the screen we see Frankie. Oh, fucking Carver. Fucking Carver delivered Frankie. Oh, no. So Caleb obviously goes ape shit. He's got to try to rescue Frankie because she wants to play with blocks. Because what kid doesn't want to play with blocks? I'll tell you what. One and a half year old that's over blocks, man. <laughs> she, she, she wants the Xbox controller now. Yeah, it doesn't take and she And she knows how to turn it on. Yeah. She doesn't know how to navigate, but she knows how to turn it on and how to screw up anything you're watching. So, hey, <laughs> when I was a kid, you know, and, and I, there was an Xbox or blocks, I'm sure I probably would have chose Xbox, but no. we didn't have shit. We didn't have Atari <laughs> like when I was one and a half. So we didn't even have blocks. <laughs> we didn't have blocks. We got, we got driveway rocks. That's in the had. mud. Yeah. Had we, rocks. We had rocks and cigarette butts. Make your own fun. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, yeah. So Frankie's going through the motions that we just saw with everybody else with the blocks and blah, blah, blah. Uh, Caleb desperately pounding on the door, trying to get in Maeve, desperately trying to get the door open, blah, blah, blah. All of a sudden, just in the nick of time, Maeve's powers work. The doors open. Caleb gets in, gets the gun away. And then Frankie's all like, Oh, daddy. Oh, Thank goodness, right? Daddy. You can't leave. And then May finds out, oh shit, something's wrong. Something's wrong. And oh, she goes to uh, goes to save Caleb yet again until uh she stopped. I've been looking forward to this. Oh <laughs> it's the man in black. <laughs> and he's angry because my wife's dead. <laughs> So he's going to uh, have a showdown with Maeve, and Maeve kicks his ass in short fashion, and then uh, mm-hmm. proceeds to uh, continue on her way until, oh, oh shit, apparently you can't kill the man in black. He's immortal now. And uh, Well, uh, okay, so you didn't think that was uh, more than one man in black? 
I thought it was only one, but I mean, if there's like, if he's Agent Smithing, if we're getting more, even more Matrix in here, and there's just like a room full of men in blacks, then <clears throat> I suppose it's possible. But I, well, I just assumed. I mean, part of the reason I thought that there'd be more than one is just because it'd be convenient to have more than one. Like, if you got this awesome robot killer, human killer robot <laughs> that uh, you'd want maybe more than one, you know? Yeah. So, kind of like having a room full of sexy-ass Bernards, you know? <laughs> You're going to want more than one. You're going to want more, you know? Okay. But, yeah, either way, either way, it works either way, and it works either way for at least for uh, Maeve to find out that, oh, it's not the real William. I'm assuming that's her first time figuring that out. Yeah, that it's not Flesh William. Yeah. Not Meat William. I'm so fucking stupid. <laughs> yeah. Can't you try? Her powers make no sense, man. Hey, you couldn't, like, you couldn't detect that he is a host? Yeah, other times she's like, oh, uh, like when the fucking senator... You know, she mm-hmm. knew, oh, mm-hmm. and shot him. Oh, well, she can't figure out. All right, maybe they didn't. Ha- no, but that senator did have upgrades. Maybe the man in black robot has like super, super upgrades. How did she not uh, know that know. Caleb's daughter was not Caleb's daughter? Well, I think she did eventually. <laughs> well, yeah, that's a little late. But she had, Just she took had her to- face fucking opening up and flies pouring <laughs> she out. Had to, she had to wait until the door was open so the signal got through. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah at any rate we we do see what happens with frankie and carver frankie shoots carver right in the fucking head with a toy gun <laughs> which is unfortunate <laughs> but if it had been a real gun she would have fucking killed him yeah that's good which, shot. which leads host carver practicing. yeah leads carver to uh start talking some shit because if you're a bad guy you have to talk shit just long enough for the mom to come up and shoot you in the head and uh she uh she went all dodge this and he did not dodge that so <laughs> we find out that Uwade and Frankie are okay for the time being but Caleb is not cuz his daughter is a fucking fly spewing robot mm-hmm. and uh because Hale doesn't need Frankie and Uwade they just need Caleb why why are they why is carver there or why is host carver there if they don't need them this is a big big question i have because there could have been so many times that she could have gotten caleb if she wanted caleb but no all right we talked talked about that just slightly or at least i remember thinking about it and now i remember like i guess maybe halo didn't know anything about caleb until Mm -hmm. mave put out that signal Right. So, yeah, yeah. But either way, what the fuck's so important about Caleb, huh? Right. He's a he's a sidekick. I mean, is he a super outlier? Is that why she needs him? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, he's part maybe may, I I don't know. Maybe this whole thing is going to still keep progressing towards trying to get uh trying to find Bernard probably or yeah. cuz he knows Dolores and knows a little bit about Dolores. And maybe that'll give him some information to finding out, you know, cause she probably wants the sublime right? and she can't unlock it. Cause that's why they, you know, that's why I'm saying, that's why I think the sublime is in the Hoover dam. Okay. You know, cause that was something that was stolen from them. You know, like the man in black says in the first episode, mm-hmm. but it's encrypted and he can't even get to it. I it trust the whole thing. I trust you. I mean, you, you've sold me. 
My only thing is Caleb. It's like, why, 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 why? Because he's not a fucking genius. Once his daughter lets him go, he could have easily pulled the jacket and shirt over his face and protected himself from flies. But he's just there. No, no. Your hands are free, motherfucker. You're smacking. Pull your shirt up. (laughs) He's in shock. If that happened to you, if your daughter did that right now, would you just be like, oh, shit, shirt up? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) I'd like to think so. I like to think as soon as her, as soon as my hands are free, I'm kicking that robot in the face. <laughs> what? Uh, well, we don't even necessarily know that it's only like eyes and mouth. I'm assuming it is, but we don't really know. Like, well, what if it just touches the skin? You know, yeah. I mean, that's what it almost that's what it almost has to be. Otherwise, Hale's entire fucking plan can be ruined if you just wear goggles and earbuds. (laughs) Sweet. I'm safe. Well, you still have to cover your mouth and your nose, right? Well, they're not going to force your mouth and your butthole. That's what that's uh, what's that's what Sarah said, because I brought that (laughs) up. I brought the thing like they can just cover if they just wear like swimming goggles to cover their eyes and nose and earbuds, then they're fine. And she's like, well, the mouth It's like flies aren't going to force your mouth open. That's the strongest muscle you have. It's like, well, there's other holes. And it's like, okay, well, I hope they, I hope they delve into that. I hope we get flies right up the asshole in the next episode of Westworld. Right up the urethra. That's right. Oh man. Yeah. I don't get why. Don't pull it out. (laughs) The flies will get you. I get the feeling that the Westworld massacre must've been covered up too. Cause I don't see why people are going to this fucking park. After robots killed a bunch of people, the last group of rich assholes that were there and rich assholes are like Westworld, another park. Yeah. Sign me up. Oh, the Westworld massacre. I'm going to find that. It's like, what the fuck? What kind of Jurassic world level bullshit is this where, Oh, the dinosaurs got out once and like, let's go there. Oh yeah. Definitely come to this park. We made not only, we don't want you to get bored of the actual dinosaurs that maimed and killed a bunch of people. We've genetically engineered a bigger and more deadlier predator dinosaur. Come give us your money. What the fuck, man? Rich hey, people. See, yeah. They, yep. <laughs> Fucking rich people. Hey, the rich people, they think their money can uh, keep it from death from anything. That's right. Uh, I can't wait away. till I can't wait until I'm rich so I can keep death away. Mm-hmm. Which is why you need to support us on Buy Me a Coffee. <laughs> Link in the show notes. So let's wrap it up with some post recap theories and speculations going into the next episode of Westworld, episode five. Uh, wait, episode four. Sorry. Mm-hmm. So the big one. Then I think you've you've leaned on this as well that. The chick Bernard and Stubbs meet. See, it's got to be Frankie. They're further yeah, ahead. They're further ahead in the timeline. It's Francine. 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 Got it. Yeah. Francine. And France. And Caleb's Caleb's friend was named Francis, right? The one that died. She's probably named after him. You know what I mean? Oh. Francis. Francine. Well, that makes so sense. Frankie. And then. Hmm. uh yeah, we're so seeing. Okay, HBO Max. We're gonna talk about that. Yeah. So this is this is a super spoiler because this was not meant to be leaked. Um, so if you don't want actually, if you don't want any spoilers for uh, upcoming episodes 
or theories that could potentially spoil your enjoyment of the show, probably a good idea to stop now. Thanks for listening. Mm-hmm. I probably should have put said that earlier before we mentioned that. <laughs> HBO Max, Mike, why don't you talk about that? So I saw that HBO Max put out uh, on Twitter. Uh, they had a, a meme of Bernard and Stubbs, and they were like eating a tuna. He was eating a tuna sandwich or something. But anyway, oh, maybe that wasn't. Anyway. HBO Max said 23 years in the sublime will do that to a person. I, uh, I and then think- they deleted it. They deleted it. They fucked up. They, they fucked reposted up. it, but took out the 23 years and just put years in the oh. sublime. 23 years seems perfect for that girl to be Frankie. That put her about 30 years old. Yeah. She was seven years old when we last left her. So, and also you know like i was talking about with that tree that was you know at the motel all Mm -hmm. right you know 23 year old tree it could seem about right you know for that size tree whatever and how worn down all that shit was and then seeing so seeing her frankie as a kid with that ham radio like man that really fucking calls it out to me like more than any of that other shit only because like before we see, you know, obviously him training her with how to shoot guns and shit. But then we see this fucking ham radio and I'm like, all right, it's fucking John Connor type shit. <laughs> and Caleb and her uh, Sarah Connor, like <laughs> that's, you know, training for the apocalypse. And what and do you Bernard, know? They're in an Bernard is the, and- Bernard's the T-800. <laughs> Bernard- yeah. Bernard. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Bernard old Schwarzenegger. <laughs> Uh, it makes sense. I mean, obviously it makes sense and it's too obvious. It's almost too obvious. I I honestly don't think it is. I don't think it's too obvious. I think it'll be, I don't know. I don't think it's a big deal for it to be a reveal. Really? Like it makes, makes sense. I still think that story, that storyline's still neat, you Mm -hmm. know? Yeah, for sure. So I don't really care about the like mystery of it. So. I agree. So yeah, we're uh, we're saying it here. Uh, if, if you didn't know, Frankie is probably C, and Bernard's is further ahead in the future, which uh, puts I I have so that my uh, speculation of the timeline is as follows: that the present quote unquote modern day is Maeve, Caleb, William, and Hale, and then the Christina stuff. Mike and I were originally talking about how we thought she was in a simulation or uh, either the spine or another park or something like that. Mm-hmm. But what seems more obvious now is that Hale and William win. And she is pro the storylines are what the flies deliver to the people. And that's why the people like you're controlling us. The tower is controlling us. The tower is making the noises mm. that's controlling the flies. So like, but apparently the flies get upgraded to make people like, remember different things and believe different things. Whereas before they're kind of, they're kind of uh, everybody's kind of in pain in the modern day as they're following orders and they need their purpose fulfilled and to be free. Whereas I guess in the near future with Christina's timeline, they're a little more refined and actually give you a brain program is what I think, or it could still be a simulation. Um, or park thing as evidenced by the maze showing up on her stool. 
Or what if Christina is in a simulation? What if she's the weapon that's buried in the desert? That's so I don't think Christina's buried in the desert. I think Dolores is buried in the desert. Okay. I think it's actually I think it's actually a Dolores. It, actually, so yeah, it might be Christina at that point where Christina becomes Dolores again. She's basically is Dolores. I mean, she's yeah. still right. She's writing all those storylines. Mm-hmm. You know, that's a Dolores storyline. So, so yeah. So that's the immediate future is Christina writing the storylines for Olympiad. And then we have the further future, the post-apocalyptic wrecked city on fire and shit. And I think that's where we have Bernard Stubbs, future Frankie and probably fidelity William at some point. Yeah. Yeah, see, I mean, the sh- the the show writers could be lying because I think that didn't they say like thousands of years into the future for like that William? I don't know. Did they? If they did, I did I, not. See I'm pretty that, sure they but, did. I'm almost okay. positive. That's but they could be lying about that too. And yeah, dude. Oh yeah, fucking William could be down there. Maybe. Oh, that would be cool. He's the Most fidelity fucking William could be down there. And oh. remember when he was saying, I'm going to save the world. He's going to be man. I think he said white. that when he was actually alive and not post fidelity, but yeah, he's going to be man in white. <laughs> and uh, oh my God. it's fucking, Oh my God. It's going to be, that's what the it's, weapon is. Yeah. I th- yeah. It's fucking, Oh my it's God. William. It's William. It's gotta be William. Oh, awesome. yeah. Cause it's all fucking Sandy down there too. And like, Oh, that, yeah, they yeah. definitely lied about that. Mm-hmm. thousands of years in the future thing oh cool. yeah right. it's fucking post fidelity william yeah and i think we're going to find out next episode that the flies don't affect caleb that's so that's what i was thinking so that's what i was kind of saying like him being partially a robot you know mm-hmm. because he probably fucking died and may have brought him back to life yeah. with robot parts yeah you because, know but not a I lot mean, just enough right. to where it doesn't affect uh you know the flies doesn't affect him yeah because otherwise the guns would work on him if he was a full host. Yes. Which, yeah, because originally I thought, no, he's he's completely a host. He but, has uh, his actual brain, not a brain ball. But uh, maybe, like, I don't know. Fuck. Yeah. Maybe those flies, like, don't work if you have, like, a a robot heart or something. Maybe he has, ro- maybe he has robot blood because he lost a lot of blood. Oh, shit. But maybe he, you could do, like, some robot blood transfer. Well, he still has to have human sperm because he has a kid. Yeah. Did that happen before or did that happen in between, you know, the robot wars? Like, we don't know anything about the robot wars. Okay. But, uh, yeah, we've been going for, yeah, we've been going for a while. We probably should end it here Mm -hmm. uh, because, one, it's a good place to uh, leave it. We've discussed everything. Uh, Welcome to the end of the game. Welcome to the end of the episode. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Uh, until next time, I'm Tim. And I'm Mike. And you should keep prob- questioning the nature of your reality. Woo! Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Cheap punch combo. Mm. <laughs>